Black Ops Division of Flow Sports for dropping nuclear bombs today. Welcome to the Den of the Illuminati. I'm the motherfucking king of the streets anytime, any place. This is the Who's Number One podcast. Joining me as always, C. Murder, Corey Stockton, Razor Reed with the Macho Man Share, R.I.P. Scott Hall. If you didn't like Razor Ramon and your kid in the 90s, you're probably a fucking nerd. You're on Reddit crying about people rolling with you tough. In the back, CJ, man in the Discord chat, in the YouTube chat, calling in my man from Mount Vernon, Illinois. He's Pedigo. We're going to get to him in a minute. First, let's go through a couple things. The event time has changed to 8 o'clock Central Time for the 25th. We moved it back. So it's going to be 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time. This is Tezos Who's Number One. Friday, March 25th. It's going to sell out today. All the all the VIP tickets are gone. We're going to announce the new main event in a second. But uh, first off, let's talk about this thing. Neo BJJ, Woo. the Morpheus. Hell this is yeah. the thing that's going to get me ready for Black Belt at Master Worlds. Those guys are strong <laughs> as fuck, and I'm going to get jacked up. They're going to give me a DNA test. I'm going to put this thing on my chest, run around, personalized training. I'm going to download the app. You guys are going to see me turn into a monster. It's going to be all natural, I swear. 100% natural. Just wait until I get ready, ready on this thing. Neo BJJ, the Morpheus. I will have more info on this next week as I've used it more, download the app and everything. But let's get moving along. The event, Tezos, who's number one? I can't wait to tell you guys about this 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 main event. Nobody can fucking guess it. Connor, Connor how are they doing on, on Instagram right now? Not very good. We got Not a lot very of names close. thrown out. But you no guys don't knows. know who you're fucking with. You see, you, some of these names that you're, that you're putting out there, who do you think you're fucking with? Yeah, you guys got to be ready to go. You fucking today. kidding me? You're tagging your best friend at the gym. You think that that's who we're throwing in there? So let's get to it. First off, the, there's still a few spots in the, in the, in the Pedago, uh, the Daisy Fresh seminar at this event. Heath, how you doing? Doing good. What's going on, guys? Oh. Heath calling in from sitting shotgun down in Mount Vernon, Illinois. So, so Heath, you got some spots in the, in the Daisy Fresh seminar. We'll talk about that later. But Heath, I'll let you introduce it. Nikki Ryan unfortunately had to had to pull out of this uh, of this upcoming match with Jacob Couch. Everybody was bummed. Everybody was really excited for that match. Heath, yeah. Heath, who, who's who's going to go against Jacob Couch now at, at Tezos? Who's number one on March twenty fifth? So we got the call. They said, uh, first, Nikki had asked, you know, they asked by catch by name. So then we said, yeah, of course, we'll get it in. He's incredible. Something happened with Nikki. He had to pull out. Not sure what the injury really was or whatever. So we kind of went through a few names. Flo was asking some big guys. And uh, then we got the call. They said, uh, hey, you might as well go against uh, the greatest grappler of all time, Gordon Ryan. So I said, let me talk to my boy Couch. Couch says uh, that... Um, Gordon Ryan, huh? The greatest grappler of all time. I feel like that's what the fans would want to see. And I literally would still be in a trailer if it wasn't for the fans. So, uh, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll fight Gordon Ryan. So, um, is that Couch? Is that he just couch? got here, actually. So, Jacob Couch, uh, the Hillbilly Hammer versus Gordon motherfucking Ryan, the king, the ADCC absolute champion. Go Jacob Couch, Rocky Balboa story, stepping up to face the king, the ADCC champion. How are you feeling right now, uh, Couch? I'm coming for that crown, baby. Yeah. I'm coming for it all. See, see that this this is the right attitude. I mean, you got nothing to lose here. You're going against the best in the world. Everybody else is hiding. They're scared to go against Gordon. Uh, couch is stepping up. It's a win-win for you. Want to be a part of this and like take even take the match with me, man. It's just such a cool opportunity. Considering that you know Gordon has been in the position he's been in in the sport for so long now, and uh, the fact that I've like. You know, I've kind of looked up to Gordon for a while, so it's like getting to play one-on-one -on -one against Michael Jordan or getting to getting to line up across from Tom Brady in football, you know, so it's a, it's an incredible experience. 
All right, let's kick it around the room. If anybody got any questions for for Couch or any comments on it, Corey, what are you thinking about this match right now? Man, I I love it. That that sounds like main event material to me, right? Um, yeah, I'm just Couch. How do you change your approach going from Nikki Ryan who's maybe a little closer to your size? Like, what what immediately goes through your head as far as like, okay, now I'm preparing for the best of all time. How do you so, kind of change what you're doing? So real quick, Corey, n- not to not to pre make an excuse. That ain't got shit to do with it. It doesn't matter. But just for the record, so everybody knows, Jacob Couch did the most amazing weight cut he's ever done in his whole life this time. He literally was 186 pounds after class. Now, he'll put the weight back on for Gordon, so it's all good. <laughs> but I'm just really quick. proud. Listen, he never, uh, he's never done that before. He always cuts 15 pounds right before. But, man, he's been on it training for Nikki like crazy. And cr- uh, Couch cried when Nikki dropped out for the record. He was so upset. Uh, yeah, you cried, man. Trying to act all tough. <laughs> <laughs> so Couch was so upset. So when he got the the ask about Gordon, man, it was like he cried again, but like you know, different good tears. But go ahead. Uh, no, nothing really changes, man. Uh, I just got to come after the guys and like not be scared of them. There's no, you know. Uh, I think a lot of the times with big names like that, people get a little gun shy and they let they let their game go a little too far and they just don't really believe in their stuff as much as they can. Like, look, the guy's a fucking three-time ADCC champion, uh, you know, and has won all the other tournaments he has. I can't even list them all. So I have no reason to feel scared or, like, I have nothing to lose. I'm coming out to bang with this guy. I'm going to leave it all out there and hopefully put on a great show for the fans. Jacob, we've been following your story for a long time. We've we've seen you, you know, um, th- through the ranks on the on the come up and everything like that. Um, and to be here now, top of the card against Gordon Ryan, um, one of the greatest grapplers to ever live, uh, and and you're standing across from him. Main event, who's number one, the biggest grappling show in the world these days. I'm just wondering, how does that feel for you? To to you know, we've seen you kind of start from the undercard, start from from blue belt, you know, as we kind of watched you come up, and to make it all the way here uh, to to the top of the card. What does that What does that mean to you? Uh, it feels like I belong. This is what I've always wanted to be since I started my career. Is like be on the main event of one of these shows, or like have my name headlining something like this. It's like uh, I knew like it wasn't going to come when I was necessarily wanted it or where I wanted it or thought it was supposed to happen. So I just kind of kept my head down and like always look forward to something like this because it is an opportunity that deserves to be like appreciated to the fullest. So I'm just super grateful to be here and like have my name headlined in one of the biggest shows uh, possibly of the year. All right, I just want to make it clear, this is not an exhibition match. This is Gordon's return to real competition against uh, a ranked opponent in couch. 30-minute long match. Uh, Connor, what's going on uh, online in the YouTube and the Discord? What, what kind of reaction are we getting? You got any questions for these guys? Man, the YouTube is loving it. I don't think anyone expected couch to crawl into the back seat midway through Heath's, uh, Heath's <laughs> show. So I don't know if they have too many questions for him. Everyone's just kind of reeling knowing that they got the Kentucky kid out there on the main event. What are some what are some good comments we got on there about about Couch versus Gordon? Ooh, okay. Uh, say, say the bad ones. Say the bad ones too. They're funny. Say, uh, say, yeah. say the worst one. All right, all right. I got you. Uh, actually, actually, the worst one could probably be pretty bad. Yeah, maybe it's demonetized <laughs> yeah. in here or something. Uh, you know, the, everyone's excited. They're saying, fuck yeah, Hillbilly. I'm still betting on Gordon. But I hope you prove me wrong. You're going to have to prove them all wrong. But it seems like the comment section is actually pretty nice to 
the Jacob Couch. I think you've won him over being a fan favorite over the last several Everybody months. loves Couch. Of course they're nice to him. What we will check out is the Instagram. I'm going to make the post now and let everyone know on Instagram that it's going up, and we can read off those because those, yeah. those I mean, may tear you apart. Listen, the, 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 one of the greatest uh, movies like uh, you know of all time uh, is the Rocky Balboa story. Literally, I mean, when you paint the picture for this, the way that it happened – Jacob Couch is literally the closest thing in jiu-jitsu to Rocky Balboa, and Gordon is the closest thing to Apollo. You know what I mean? Hopefully it's the second uh, fight and not the first fight, but uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, they, they literally are, man. It's like, but we appreciate Gordon. You know, we appreciate him stepping up, and, uh, you know, because uh, Jacob worked really hard. And uh, like I said, uh, we hope Nikki feels better or whatever happened to them. But, uh, you know, when, when, when Gordon stepped up and did that, it obviously raises the stakes high. It makes the, it makes the card bigger. It makes everything amazing. And uh, like I said, you know, I, I think what's going to kind of happen is people are going to expect for Jacob to not win. You know what I mean? But uh, look, on a daily basis, the guy trains with amazing people, some of the greatest guys, and you can never, ever, ever count anybody out. Is Gordon the GOAT? I believe that he is, yes. But you know how it is, man. And he knows, you know, he's, he's an amazing grappler. Couch is amazing. They're going to get it in, man. You, you, you know what um, uh, Jacob knows about? He's, he knows about those hard times. You know, yeah. those, those real hard times. That go hard about. times, Daddy. We were just watching Dusty Rhodes interviews out, out there uh, to get part of. You know about them hard times. <laughs> what, 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 what do you say? Hard times is when they kick you in the butt, Daddy, and replace your job with a computer. <laughs> The chat did have right. one question for you. I know you had said the strategy doesn't change in between Gordon and Nikki and, and with that changeover, but what is the strategy? Is this you going to pull him into a leg lock battle? Is this uh, you think you can wrestle for the top position? What, what's the game plan here, man? He's calling him no off. No more questions. <laughs> He's calling him off. Cornbread and fried taters. Cornbread and fried taters. God bless. Uh, so listen, uh, Gordon is amazing, and like you know, in, in in all of his positions, you never know what he's working on. You never know what he's like cooking up, uh, uh, DVD wise. And I mean that like uh, super respectfully. He's so amazing. You know, the guy's calling his shots. So um, I don't know if, if you guys saw. I don't have Instagram, but the boy showed me a post where uh, they were asking who should go against Couch, and uh, Craig Jones got on and said, I don't remember what he said. Something that 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 was funny, but uh, and. Uh, and then uh, I think Gordon said, replied. Be your I saw it earlier. The thing mm -hmm. from yeah. Tombstone. Or and then uh, Gordon actually replied to him. Uh, Couch is a goer. You know, basically he goes after it. Now we're not looking for someone to give him a boring ass match. You know, so obviously Gordon knew it was going to be him. But you know, so it's. Uh, Gordon said I that think directly that, back to him. Jesus. Uh, he did. He said it really like. It was funny. They both found it. Oh, okay. I'm old. I don't know how this stuff works. It sounds like <laughs> Ethan's smoke. I mean, but yeah, but that's what we want on who's number one, right? I'm gonna yell at everybody in the rules meeting this time. No fucking wrestling matches. Nobody wants to watch jujitsu guy. If you if you can name the five worst matches in who's number one history, it's all two dudes trying to wrestle each other. Nobody wants to watch that bullshit. So I'm gonna yell at everybody. I want somebody to get fucking DQ'd this time. If you stand up and you and you walk backwards on the feet, I am gonna celebrate. I'm gonna pop a bottle of champagne when we send your fucking ass home and DQ you because Nobody wants to watch that bullshit, and that's why we got guys like Couch coming. That's why we got guys like Gordon coming. We got, you know, the most exciting grapplers in the game, Nicholas 
Marigali, Mikey Moose and Medjie. Get it to the ground. Get to the good shit. But what, what should we do? Should we start talking betting lines now? Let me just ask one more question because you did mention something there that, that, you know, this is Gordon's return and couch. You know, Gordon doesn't, doesn't want to just come back against anybody, you know. Like, Gordon doesn't want to just have a have a, a match just to have a match. Like, these days it feels like we, you really got to entice Gordon to, to come out. And it feels like you, you enticed him to come out. He said that you're a goer, that you're a guy who goes after the submission. Does it feel good that, like, Gordon, you know, kind of, like, selected you, that, like, you are worthy of the challenge? Yeah, man, it feels real nice. That's always kind of what I wanted my jiu-jitsu to be was just, like, full of attacks and full of offense, you know. It's like doing jiu-jitsu without submission in mind is like, you know, cooking without grease. It don't make no sense. You're not going to get no fry on your tater. So I like them crispy. I like my matches crispy and the action packed. Oh, you guys, from Kentucky. You guys, Can you translate that for us? Man, I, I think that he just out-hillbillied me. He, he definitely out-bluegrassed me on that one. I think what he's saying is that Gordon uh, appreciates uh, – Gordon's a cool dude, and he, he knows the couch goes after it. So he thinks that he's uh, a good person to give the shot to. I think that's the translation. Yeah, yeah. You guys got anything, you got anything for us for couch? I'm going to send him away. No, you can you can, you can let him Get go. Get back to work. Go kill the couch. You got anything, you got anything for the peoples? What? <laughs> yeah. All right, he's out of here. He's out of here. Hillbilly Hammer, everybody. Clap it up for him. All right, so Hillbilly Hammer versus Gordon Ryan now on who's number, who's number one, March 25th. Still a stack card. You got Mikey Musumeci versus Gio on there for the Bantamweight match. Uh, for Bantamweight title, you got Mika Galvao versus Dante Leone. You got Marigali versus Maidana on there. A bunch of good matches. Uh, VIP tickets sold out. GA tickets probably sell out today. Seminar spots, still, still some available. Go sign up for your Neo BJJ. Get on the personalized program, train smart. You know, unlike a bunch of these cavemen in jujitsu who are just injured all the time. You gotta, you gotta have this guy telling you what to do. They work, they get a program for you, a diet for you, you do all that stuff. I'm gonna get on it. They're gonna do a DNA test on me. Just wait until you see how amazing my physique gets. Uh, you guys know how dedicated I am to exercise. But Keith uh, or Heath, we're gonna get into the betting lines. Corey does an article every time on the betting lines. Uh, you understand how how gambling lines work and everything. So we're gonna we're gonna go uh, match by match. Obviously, we're sticking we're skipping the couch versus Gordon match that was just announced. There's no lines on it. But uh, once tell, tell us first the, the bantamweight title match. What are the lines going here, Corey? Yeah, let's start up with the uh, with the bantamweight title. What, what side are these on, by the way? The the lines. It's a uh, bet online right now. I believe they're going live on bet BetDSI. Dot, dot AG or dot something. AG. Yes. Okay. Bet AG. Uh, Mikey Musumeci, maybe no surprise, the favorite. He's the uh, he won the last match. He's the uh, minus five hundred versus Geo's plus three seventy five. Um, over ten minutes plus one twenty. Under ten minutes minus one fifty. Have you checked the legitimacy of this site? Corey might be sending you guys somewhere. Next thing you know, your Instagram is going to be a cryptocurrency <laughs> advertisement. It will be a cryptocurrency advertisement for sure. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, all right. So what? It's it's Mikey is minus five hundred. Mm-hmm. Geo is plus three seventy five. Over 10 minutes is plus 120. So that under 10 minutes is minus 150. Musumeci by submission is plus 200. Heath, obviously your student is one of these guys. What are you thinking about these lines here for the, the Bantamweight title match? I mean, they, they, they seem a little uh, – they, they seem all right. I think they're good. Uh, the Maybe the the Mikey being minus 500 should have been more about minus 900 or minus 1,000 because I don't think that there's too, too much chance that uh, – that that Gio can win the match. Like I said, no no disrespect to him. I think he's wonderful. I just think that Mikey is on a different level when it comes to uh, uh, that. Now, the, 
Well, let's talk about the finishing, though. That's the big thing is Mikey dominated the first match in every way. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Can Mikey finish Gio? I think that's the question that really needs to be asked around the room. Can he finish him this time? You know what I mean? Can uh, uh, he use these braking mechanics or whatever the hell he's always talking about? Uh, with with that, can can he get on Gio's back and finish him? Can he finish him in the armbar? That's the really big question. So uh, I think uh, – you know, that's where you're going to make the money because it's a plus. I think you said plus 125. So, uh, you know, that's the big question. Can Mikey finish, Gio? What are you guys' thoughts on that? I think Mikey can finish anybody at 135 pounds. I mean, but Gio's a hard guy to finish. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. when's the last time Gio was tapped? I can't I can't think of a time. If he was tapped, it was by somebody way heavier than him. Yeah. I mean, but if anybody's going to tap you, it's going to be Darth Rigatoni on, on a breaking mechanics warpath for, for the last several that's months. right. Yeah, and I'm no I'm as uh, I think that maybe Mikey's best best shot of a finish here is either from the back or that armbar looked so tight. I was surprised. I mean, there were a lot of tight submissions in that first match, but the armbar was what impressed me the most, and I think that might be his uh, his best opportunity here. I I don't think that Gio will tap to any type of limb submissions. Obviously, against Colabate, he got his leg annihilated. I'm not sure what he had to do about that, but I mean, it was brutal, man. You know, Cole's obviously a big, strong kid. Uh, I just think that Gio's a, uh, I think he's a warrior and he goes in with the mindset that I can get out. It's not that I'm not going to tap. It's that I can get out. So, you know, it's like when, uh, if Reed and I are rolling and Reed has me in a choke, I basically mentally make the decision. Am I going to tap or am I going to try to get out? And sometimes if you try to get out, you go to sleep, you know what I mean? So if it were me, I would try to put Mikey or I would try to put Gio in a choke, obviously, because, no matter how tough you are, you know, you get, you go to sleep, you go to sleep. So I just don't know after that first armbar, I'm just not sure if he will tap to an armbar, man. It was fucking brutal. Uh, yeah. You know, Gio's a I, bit I agree. Older I, I think Gio's just one of those guys. So he ain't going to tap to a joint lock out there. So, and this is interesting. I'm looking at, at Gio's record here. He has two submission losses in his career. Both are to leg locks, which surprises me. What, for kind, sure. what kind of leg locks? A toe hold from Tanquino and a knee bar by Marcin Held. I mean, you know, Mikey's got that he's got that ankle lock that breaks people's feet in half, but, I mean, Gio, I, I think he'll just sit there and eat it. I mean, if you get that Mikey lock, I mean, Mikey's done that thing to me just messing around, and it feels like it's going to break my legs with him just playing with it, so who knows? Yeah. No, it's it's, it's brutal, man, and if it, 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 you can definitely hurt somebody with that for sure. It's, it's just so tight. Like I said, Mike, Mikey's such a compact, ill-built individual that you can't really experience what it's like until he, he does that to you. So, for sure, it's definitely uh, – it could definitely finish somebody or, or, or hurt them, no doubt. All right, so what was your favorite bet here? It was Mikey by submission. It was what, plus 125 plus or 200. something? Plus 200. All right, double your money there. Let's move on along to the next match. Uh, Dante Leon, another Daisy Fresh got pedicle submission fighting guy versus Mika Galvao. Uh, hell of a matchup that I, I think people are really underestimating Dante. I said this in another video earlier. I mean, Mika obviously is a phenom, looked untouchable at charge, but I mean, Dante's taking Lucas Lepre's bet. Dante could be anybody any day. What are, the, what are the lines here, Corey? Dante is the underdog here, plus 240 to Mika Galvao's minus 300. Uh, the over 10, minus 145. The under 10, plus 115. What do you I, I think the best, bet, the best bet there easily is just uh, the, 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 the win. I mean, if uh, Dante's a plus 240, I think people are, I mean, you got to remember, like, uh, Michael said, not only has this guy finished uh, Lucas, he pummeled Ty Rotulo in the grapple fest. I know they had a second match uh, after that that was really close. But, dude, look, Dante's been around for a long time. He is definitely uh, 
Mika's incredible. And he is a rookie, and he's super dangerous. He constantly goes for the kill. I personally think that this is going to be the match of the night. But on this one, I, I don't know. I just think uh, bet-wise, I don't think if you can get you can get a much better uh, bet than Dante at, at like the even bet. You know, if a hundred pays two forty, I think that's the that's the way that I would probably go with that. Obviously, if you're a Mika fan, you think that he's going to win. It's going to cost you a little more on the even bet. Uh, so if you're in the Mika fan, maybe you should go with uh, Mika by uh, submission. Uh, you know, like uh, early, that seems to be what people kind of think. But uh, I definitely would not count Dante out, man. That guy has been around the sport for a long time. He's had battles, wins, losses, regardless with some of the best guys in the world. So, I mean, he is definitely going to be in control. And he doesn't get tired, man. He just he doesn't get tired in the matches. And his, uh, you know, his, his mat awareness and like ring awareness is just really incredible. So, uh, I don't know. That's where I'd go. I'd go Dante on the, on the uh, just, just for the win on that one at plus 240. Connor, something tells me, I mean, I only get notifications from text messages. My phone's been vibrating nonstop. Something tells me you dropped this Gordon news online, huh? Yeah, we just dropped it on the Instagram. People are uh, flooding in to let us know what they think. Honestly, lots of positive responses. We haven't heard too much about it except fire emojis, so stoked for this, all the good stuff. So everyone's excited. Two fans' at, favorite. At the end of the day, guys, everybody just loves Jacob Couch. The reasoning for that isn't that uh, – it's not just about Jacob's jiu-jitsu, man. He's just an incredible kid. In his losses that he's had early in his career, you can go back and play those. I guarantee you there are no better interviews ever done by Flo than the the interview after Jacob Couch, uh, Couch's early Elder Cruz loss, man. He just said, I'm so fortunate and grateful to be here. And that's how he's been about this match since last night. I guarantee you the kid hasn't slept. He understands that. Uh, Flo has given him the opportunity. Gordon has given him the opportunity, and he's just so excited and uh, you know uh, about getting the chance. Who who couldn't love that man? Jacob is like the the kid next door. Everybody knows or had some friend like him, and he's always happy. He never talks shit. He's just an extremely good kid, man. So I I think man, who can't be happy about this? I if mean, couch catches like, Gordon. He's an overnight millionaire. Me, me, Heath, and Gordon are all the same type of people. We do business around midnight, so we all, we worked this all last night and in the in the middle of the night. And uh, when when it was presented to Couch, Couch's response was kind of like, "Why the fuck would I not do this match? Like, why on earth would you not do this match? You not only you get the publicity from the guy who the more people watch when Gordon is on than anybody in the sport, not even close. You get a little bump. Everybody gets paid more when you go against Gordon Ryan. And if you even do good, it's career changing, and you get that rub from being associated with the best in the sport. Not to mention if you win, if you beat Gordon Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that's what these guys. Yeah, these guys don't think about it. what if I win. These guys just assume they're going to lose. If, if Couch yeah, goes look, out there and beats Gordon Ryan, it, it's the biggest thing that's ever happened to him in his life. It, it, it's it's going to change the trajectory bro, of his career. If he wins Gordon, if he if he beats Gordon Ryan, he can buy Hazard Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt, and it's 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 huge, man. The opportunity that, uh, like you said, we appreciate Gordon stepping up so much, man. He's uh he's always been extremely kind to us, and uh, it's uh you know because he didn't have to do this. It's uh you know a lot of people uh you know it might be fair to say. <clears throat> But a lot of people might think that, you know, this is a lose-lose for uh, uh, Gordon Ryan. But, you know, I'm really happy as a coach to know that, like you said, Gordon's not just going to go against anybody, man. He's just not going to make a comeback. And he obviously doesn't need to come out and just find someone to speed up. I mean, uh, he just beats up the best guys in the world. You know what I mean? He just just pummels. He, he went against Buchecha and just annihilated the guy. I just think that he probably sees something in Jacob Couch that he appreciates and he likes as a competitor. So he wants to give him the opportunity. Like we said, Rocky. Apollo Creed, that's how it happened. They wanted to give a normal guy a shot, and that's what Couch is, and that's what we got here. 
This is the the Rocky story, man. All come to life for jujitsu. Real life Rocky story. All right. So before we've been going for a while, before we get to the fan questions and then pull up the Connor's Instagram comments, let's just talk the, the lines for one more match. Uh, one that I think is a lot of people's favorite match on, on the card. Uh, you sort of don't know what the hell is going to happen. Nicholas Marigali versus Arnaldo Maidana. What are these lines, Corey? So Marigali, despite his entire lack of Nogi experience, is the favorite, minus 350, to Maidana's plus 275. Uh, the over 10 minutes is plus 120. The under 10 minutes is minus 150. Marigali by submission, minus 150 here. That's kind of crazy. What do you think, Keith? Do you think they're sleeping on Maidana, making Marigali minus 350 in his first Nogi match? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's uh, for sure. But I, I don't really, I don't know if uh, any of those make tons and tons of sense. There's a lot of gamble in all those, you know, like the uh, minus 125s, minus 150s. Uh, you know, obviously Miragelli is incredible. He's one of the best jiu-jitsu guys ever to walk walk on the earth. But how is he going to translate over to uh, no gi? You know, and uh, I don't think it's fair to, to pretend that Madonna's like, uh, you know, uh, not not good. You know what I mean? He's, I think he's he spent. Uh, a good amount of time doing no gi, obviously. So, I mean, I don't know. We're just going to have to see how Nicholas is going to react to, uh, you know, uh, you know, moving around and slipping around. There's a, there's a lot more athleticism out there. You know, I mean, he's a huge spider guard. And, uh, uh, all that being said, he is training down with Gordon. And, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you know, he's down there getting in. I don't know. I might, if betting wise, I think that Nicholas will win the match. But if I was going to bet, I might bet on Madonna at a uh, plus 350, you know, uh, you know, you, you lay a thousand bucks on that, thirty five hundred bucks. I don't know. That 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 seems like a seems like a pretty fair gamble for this one. You won a bunch of money on El Monstro last time, right? Didn't you bet on El Monstro? <laughs> I did. Yeah, that was a, that was a dog to take right there. But I think one thing you can you can be feel safe about Marigali is he's doing the right things, right? Like he he's adjusting his training to get better at Nogi, better at the scene. Like we're in the rooms with the best guys all the time. And a lot of times I'll I'll I'll, I'll go see somebody training, getting ready for like an event, or who's number one event or ADCC event, and I see what they're doing, and I'm like, man, this guy just he, he's not doing what he needs to do to get ready for the, for this world. And then you see him go out there, and they don't know what the hell's going on. And you you got to go all in. Mikey did it. Mikey went all in on on the nogi scene, figured everything out, figured out the leg locks. And it seems like that's what Marigali is doing. He's making the commitment. He's not just you know training five times in the gi and then uh, two times no gi or something and, and then still, you know, not, not, not working on his heel hook defense. Yeah. I was going to ask Keith, you, you know, like, are you surprised at all that, that Mergali is, is, um, you know, making this jump from, from the gi to no gi. And, and what do you think that says about kind of like the no gi university uh, these days? Cause you know, Mergali is a, a guy who people were predicting was going to be the next Bouchesha in the gi, you know, I mean, still could be obviously, but he's so dominant in the gi. Is it, are you surprised at all that, that he's making this uh, transition? Um, you know, so here's if you're keeping it real and keeping all the cards on the table, this is what you got. You, you got to ask out loud. Uh, I'm actually a, a fan of the IBJJF. We compete in those. They're wonderful for the up and coming kids, you know, to get mat time in. And the worlds will always be the worlds. The pans will be the pans, etc. But how much love and what? When are you maxed out training in the gi? And I think uh, it's one of those things where Nicholas probably sees. Uh, you know, the guy was going to double gold at the Worlds. Instead, he gave the crowd the finger and he got fucking 10 million shares. If he would have won double gold, he would have just been black belt open champion. So it's like, I just think that there's so with you guys, the who's number one show. Uh, there's just a lot of room to grow, man. And I think uh, not about just the money. It's not only the money, even though there is money and there's more opportunity There's to, to do things and uh I just think that a lot of people are seeing that. You know what I mean? I think they're seeing that there's a there's a bright future, 
And uh, not saying that the key is dead, not saying that it's uh, not incredible, but I mean, uh, what is Nicholas getting out of winning, uh, you know, the Black Belt World Championship? And this, he's, uh, and you can, I can assure you, he's an incredible competitor. He's going to learn at a rate, obviously, that's going to be not normal. You know what I mean? But is it too early on? You know, he's only been doing it for a few months. So if you're going to catch the guy, this would be the time to catch him. But uh, every day, for sure, every day he's in that room, he's going to be just, uh, you know, turning into a fucking monster, man, every single day. So, but I I think that Nicholas just sees the, you know, that that there's so much opportunity, man, with, uh, you know, the, the, the flow, the, the who's number one, the no gi scene, the ADCC stuff. And I just think that, uh, I was going to say, I think ADCC is what brought him out. I mean, I think anybody, I think he made the smart move. Anybody who's sitting at home in September and didn't try their best to get into ADCC really is going to be regretting it because this is going to be a grappling event at a level that the world has never seen. Nothing, nothing it changes even, sport. even come close to what's going to go down in September with ADCC. Marigali is going to be there in 99. This is, I think, part of his warm-up to get there. I wouldn't be surprised if Marigali ends up taking that 99-kilogram division. But, uh, all right, Connor, let's go over to you. What's going on online? You want to do uh, fan questions for Heath first, or you want to show your Instagram comments? Uh, uh, let me just go ahead. We can do fan questions for Heath. I did want to shout out, uh, oh, Steve, he promised us that if Couch wins, he's going to go on a five-mile run and then do a shoey right after. I'm gonna Wait, make, sure- make sure you're wearing your Morpheus um, thing so we can track it and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we did have some questions Hold for on. you, Heath. What's up? Are you on the screen right now? Yeah, we got to make sure whoever's t- talking is on the screen. All right, Con- Connor, go. Cool, cool, cool. So first off, um, what what would be the ideal weight for Couch to walk into this match against Gordon Is? Uh, I know you don't want to be too heavy and like feeling sluggish, but he just came off of a weight cut, so you're trying to gain back. What's that look like? Uh, we'll probably get him back up to right around 200 pounds. Uh, you know, he moves really well at, at 185. He's, he's a little, uh, his guard becomes a little bit more ambidextrous when he's, uh, meaning that he can play off both sides uh, when he w- when he's a little bit lighter. Couch is really learning a lot about uh, nutrition. You know what I mean? Keep in mind, he's a 22-year-old kid from Kentucky, meaning it's, uh, it's a lot easier. The way that he grew up, it's just a lot easier for him to eat ding-dongs and drink Mountain Dew and shit. Not trying to make a joke. It's just, uh, you know, it's easier to walk up to the convenience store. And he had said in the show that his, uh, you know, his grandma would buy 20 cheeseburgers and he would eat them for four days or whatever. So, uh, but uh, I just think, I, I think around 200 pounds would be good. We're still going to give up a lot of weight. Gordon obviously looks badass wherever he's at. You know, I, I heard he's right around 245 right now and he's always putting on muscle and uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll see what's gonna, gonna happen with that. But I think we'll have him right around 200 pounds. He'll still give up some weight, but it won't be, you know, the weight doesn't matter, man. There's, there's no excuse here. Uh, not, not making her, if couch weighed 170, we took the match. We know how much Gordon weighs. So fuck it. You know what I mean? It's not a uh, dude, you know, this is an opportunity to pass up. If couch would have weighed 145, we would want to take the match. So, you know, we can get it in either way. Hell yeah. Um, they also, I know you made a trip over across the seas to uh, the UK recently, and they had a question. Uh, did Pixie, did Pixley, excuse me, wrestle with Owen Lively, and how did that go down? I believe that Pixley and Owen Lively have a match that'll be coming up on the next Grapple Fest. Uh, Pixley's, uh, you know, Pixley's an amazing, he's a special type of wrestler for jiu-jitsu, you know what I mean? Uh, maybe you could put him in a wrestling match and there might be someone that's a huge name that might beat him, but it's like George St. Pierre when he fought MMA. He came out, he's taking down guys like Josh Koshek, two times, three times NCAA champs, the guy's never wrestled before. And Pixley kind of has that uh, 
ability. Uh, you know, it's a, uh, he won an NCAA championship, but man, he's good at the jujitsu wrestling. And, uh, I think, uh, I'll just say it was really, really good. The Owen, Owen is incredible, man. He's like an Olympic level, uh, judo guy who has really gotten into, uh, wrestling. So they're going to have him a match and, uh, it'll be a good match and someone will definitely, definitely be getting thrown or taken down. For sure. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna ask. Sorry, Connor. Good. I was just gonna ask. How do you think um, the the wrestling pl- plays out, Heath, in uh, Mika versus Dante? I feel like that the wrestling is gonna be a big part of that match. That's a good question. I do. I, I think that it'll be big. I think that if uh, I, I think that the later the round goes, that the more that Dante will control the wrestling in the match. Obviously, uh, Mika's a, a super athlete. And when people say super athlete, sometimes people feel like you're taking away from their. Uh, their, their skills or their technique. That's, that's not what I mean at all. He's just very explosive. Um, you know, uh, very, uh, uh, I think early on, you're going to see a really, really even wrestling, uh, with a lot of scrambles. If he gets to put Dante on his butt, I don't think that he can keep him down there. So as the match goes on, I just think Dante will get stronger and he'll control the wrestling in the match. Uh, after probably the five, six minute mark, 15 minutes is a long time. A lot of shit can happen. If you don't have a gas tank, you're in big trouble. Another question off of that. One of the things Meek has shown over and over is he has great counter-wrestling straight into submissions. How do you prepare for someone like that, especially when Dante's game seems so wrestle-forward? I mean, I, you know, in the end, I just don't know if you do. It's like you, you know when you hear rumors about something or like uh, moves or someone's pressure or their strength, you can, uh, you can prepare all you want, but I don't think you know until you feel that. I think that's one thing that that Mika definitely has a upper hand with people. And I don't think they're ready for the like isometric explosive, you know, it's like he's slow then has immediate, you know, like, uh, you know, diving uh, knee cuts that are into arm bars and stuff. And I think he's really good at staying compact and being explosive at the same time. So uh, what we've done for that is, you know, we, we have Jacob Borneman on our team He's a little uh, animal. If, you know, people might remember him from the Daisy fresh series. So he's very, very similar to, uh, you know, because so we've tried to take as many guys as we can for Dante. Obviously, he's a very sharp, sharp guy, good competitor. And, uh, you know, we've just tried to, uh, you know, uh, duplicate uh, how we believe that Mika will be as much as possible. And, uh, you know, we'll see how that runs out. But, uh, hell yeah. So, Heath, if, if people are still, there's still some spots left for the Daisy Fresh seminar Thursday, the 24th, the night before this in Frisco, yeah. Texas, Sports Academy at the start. Uh, why don't you tell the people real quick before we get out of here what what people can expect from a mm-hmm. seminar, including uh, the whole Daisy Fresh team. So just review-wise, guys, we've always had just amazing reviews about this. And the thing is, is I think when a lot of people come in, you know, uh, when we were over in England, we had a, uh, one of the seminars had about 140, 150 people. And uh, when you have one person that comes in, it's just hard to give uh, so much to everybody you know it's you you want to get around to everyone i want to spend time with them and i stay till midnight or one in the morning i I would literally stay on the mat until every question is answered every position is figured out i video the people to make sure that they got it but bringing the boys along you know the daisy fresh crew along they are able to help they always see the seminar they always see the stuff so they're able to get out there and uh you know put their hands on the people show the micro adjustments that they make that help you know help them and it's just badass to have all those guys walking around you know i'll probably uh have seven or eight guys with me that have seen and, and, and done the seminar a lot so uh, i'll obviously cover everything i can until jess shuts the lights off on us and kicks us out i'll stay for as long as i can and uh you know, it's uh, I usually I never do one day things. I only do three days because I really like to get to know the people. And you can learn a lot about their jujitsu uh, 
you know, by, by spending time with him. So since we're on a short time, this one, I'm just going to try to stay for as long as I can and get as much information out there. Uh, you know, we let the people video it. I ask them not to post it online, obviously, but, you know, video the shit so you can take it home and drill it, hammer it out. And, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm really proud of them. And I think that they're, they're ex- extremely good seminars. And obviously this stuff is battle tested. If you're a blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, our guys are tearing up the scene, you know, they're winning all the points, uh, jujitsu stuff. We won as a team last year. Uh, and I think it's, uh, you know, not only is it, uh, it's good stuff. It's battle tested. It works, you know, and, uh, all different types of, uh, people, you know, not just wrestlers, uh, unathletic guys, tall guys, short guys, fat guys, it's all stuff that works simple to understand, effective, be there. The shit's going to be killer. No doubt, man. I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be interested to watch your guys seminar. Cause I mean, there's good seminars and there's garbage seminars. You, you and your students are very articulate teachers. So I'd imagine your guys are going to be pretty good. I mean, I remember, uh, myself, uh, Fuck, put Heath back on. It just feels weird talking to him when I'm looking at myself. Uh, forget it. Forget it. I'm going to move on. That fucked me up. All right. Let's get out of here. Uh, we'll have a better show next week. Gordon Ryan versus Jacob Couch. Tezos, who's number one? March 25th. A bunch of crazy matches. Make sure you tune in. God bless you.